0: Well, good evening, friends. It's good to be together this evening. We're going to go ahead and, and get started for the night. If you, it's good to see you. I'm glad to be here. If you didn't get a candle on your way in, then I encourage you to go grab one at some point uh, when the music starts or right now, whenever you want. Um, and we do have a little uh, electric ones for, for kids if you don't want your child holding fire. Um, Hopefully my child will have a LED one, not a fire one. But I'm very grateful to be together this evening on this warm uh, December night. Last year, if you don't remember, we had this service online last year because it was like negative 30 wind chill, ice, uh, all sorts of things. And so I'm glad to be together tonight on this warm December evening. For those who are worshiping online tonight, I'm grateful you're here with us also. You know, some of you come this evening with hearts that are full of joy and gratitude, and you're just happy to be experiencing Christmas Eve and the holidays. Others of you come carrying grief and burdens and pain. And I want you to know that all of you are welcome here, and all of you is welcome here, your whole self, because I believe that we are loved and accepted by God for exactly who we are. Once again, I need Christmas this year. The darkness around us is great. The suffering and pain can be overwhelming. Our world is crying out for a savior. I think all of us this year need that sweet reminder that God is near, that light has dawned, and that God's spirit is working right now to recreate the world. God has promised us new creation, new life is coming, redemption is coming, and in the meantime. While we wait, God is with us on each step of our journey. You know, for some, this service may feel like a formality to you, um, and that's okay. I'm glad you're here. But I do encourage each of you tonight to pray that God would open your heart to experience his power and love in some way tonight, as best as you can with your families and all the plans and all the things y'all have got going on. My prayer is that we leave here tonight feeling a little more fortified, encouraged, and emboldened to carry the light of Jesus with us in this new year. We'll have uh, quite a few songs and scriptures that we'll read tonight. We're going to ask you to stand at times. We'll also um, have times when you remain seated. Um, I encourage you to worship however you need to or feel like you need to tonight. But as we begin, I invite you to open your hearts and your mind and your bodies just to experience Christ eternal light and presence this evening.
1: let sing that again. Bye. Come, Jesus, come. Jeremiah 6, verses 13 through
0: 15. From the least to the greatest, all are greedy for gain. Prophets and priests alike, all practice deceit. They dress the wound of my people as though it were not serious. Peace, peace, they say, when there is no peace. Are they ashamed of their detestable conduct? No, they have no shame at all. They do not even know how to blush. Jeremiah eight eighteen through 22. You who are my comforter in sorrow, my heart is faint within me. Listen to the cry of my people from a land far away. Is the Lord not in Zion? Is her king no longer there? The harvest is past. The summer has ended, and we are not saved. Since my people are crushed, I am crushed. I mourn, and horror grips me. Is there no balm in Gilead? Is there no physician there? Why then is there no healing for my people? Let's stand as we sing this song together.
1: Just sees British calm. dark thing.
0: Israel was lost and wondered if they had a future. God spoke to the prophet Isaiah, promising a Messiah, a Redeemer, a Savior, a Deliverer. The people walking in darkness have seen a great light. On those living in the land of deep darkness, a light has dawned. For to us a child is born, to us a son is given. And the government will be on his shoulders and he will be called Wonderful Counselor
1: Hark the herald angels sing, glory to the newborn King. Peace on earth and mercy mild, God and sinners reconciled. Joyful all ye nations rise, join the triumph of the skies, with Christ is born in Bethlehem. Hark the herald angels sing, glory to the newborn King.
2: Christ Christ
1: by highest heaven adored, Christ the everlasting Lord, laid in time. Spring of the Virgin's Womb, veiled in flesh, the God. of peace, hail the Son of Righteousness.
0: Y'all may have a seat. In the days leading up to Jesus' birth, the headlines spoke of violence, unfair taxes, and unnecessary displays of power and strength. Meanwhile, unknown to most of the world, something was happening in the overlooked town of Bethlehem. Luke chapter 2, verses 1 through 20. In those days, Caesar Augustus issued a decree that a census should be taken of the entire Roman world. This was the first census that took place while Quirinius was the governor of Syria. And everyone went out to their own town to register. So Joseph also went up from the town of Nazareth in Galilee to Judea, to Bethlehem, the town of David,
1: Oh, little town of Bethlehem, how still we see the light above thy deep and dreamless sleep, the silent stars go by. Yeah.
0: I just have a few words I want to share with you all tonight. Hopefully it can be some words that bring you all a little hope in the midst of the challenges you're facing, and in the midst of the darkness we see all around us. So the last a few years during this season, the Christmas season, I've been finding a lot of encouragement and hope from the words of two of my heroes a man named Howard Thurman, and another man named Oscar Romero. I want to begin with a quote from Howard Thurman. He says, the symbol of Christmas, what is it? It is the rainbow arched over the roof of the sky when the clouds are heavy with foreboding. It is the cry of life in the newborn babe when forced from its mother's nest it claims its right to live. It is the brooding presence of the eternal spirit making crooked paths straight, rough places smooth, tired hearts refreshed, dead hopes stir with newness of life. It is the promise of tomorrow at the close of every day, the movement of life in defiance of death, and the assurance that love is sturdier than hate, that right is more confident than wrong, that good is more permanent than evil. Now if this is the message of Christmas, then I need the message of Christmas again this year. I need to be reminded of that promise of tomorrow. I need to be reminded of the movement of life in defiance of death, the assurance that love is sturdier than hate, that right is more confident than wrong, that good is more permanent and lasting than evil. Every single year we come back to this same story. Yet, for me, I don't know about for you all, but it never never grows old for me. Every year we celebrate Christmas, we are reminded once again that we do have reason to hope because God has come and God's spirit has been let loose in this world, working now We believe to make all things new. But let's just be honest. It is hard to have hope right now. The darkness is all-consuming and overwhelming. Death is everywhere. Suffering abounds. And my prayer is that tonight, by some miracle, we can borrow God's eyes. And we can see once again that God is not far off that He is working in this world. And because of that, we can have hope. Howard Thurman also talked about the mood of Christmas. What is the mood of this season? And for me, when I think about the mood of Christmas, it's really our theme that we've had for the season of Advent. It is light illuminating the darkness. The mood of Christmas for me is a resilient hope, a defiant joy... It is about peacemaking. It is about courageous love, even in the midst of the hard times in which we live, even in the midst of deep darkness and violence and death. The characters in the nativity story that we always read, you know, we've got all of our characters that we read in the story. We've seen the pageants and the plays. But one thing we often miss is that they were living under the shadow of an oppressive Roman empire. Luke is very straightforward about this. Luke, in his Gospel, makes it clear that this is no fairy tale, this is no myth, this is not just a good story, this is a real story that took place during very dark times. I've been drawn in the last few years to the way the story begins. He says, in those days, in those days of insurrection and oppression and unjust taxation, political intrigue and drama in those days of slavery and sickness and starvation, in those days of tyrant kings like Herod and Quirinius and Caesar Augustus, in those days, God's eternal spirit showed up, bringing hope and fresh vision and life-changing good news of redemption. Here's an example of what happens when God's eternal spirit is let loose in the world. In in the nativity story, we have people like Zechariah and Mary and Simeon who are filled with God's Spirit. And what do they do in response? They sing defiant songs of joy and praise and thanksgiving, even in those days when things seemed so bleak. God's Spirit opened their eyes to see that God had visited this world. Which is a miraculous thing, right? That God visited this world in this baby named Jesus. In those days, God did not remain far off, but entered our world to bring the love of God to everyone willing to receive it. No wonder these folks sang songs of joy. And my hope tonight is that, God, that if God's Spirit brought life and hope in those days, then maybe God's Spirit can bring some light and hope in these days that we're facing now. Oscar Romero shared these words a few decades ago to his people who were living in El Salvador under oppressive authority so much. They were living under the shadow of an empire. And they were living in tumultuous times. And here's the hope he gave them. Every year for 20 centuries now, we remember this night... When the kingdom of God arrived in the world, this night when Christ inaugurated the fullness of time, Jesus' birth signifies that God is walking with humans in history, that we are not alone on our journey. We can hope for peace and justice in a kingdom of divine right. We can hope for something holy and far beyond earthly realities, not because we humans can create this blessing Proclaimed by God's sacred words, but because God is already in the midst of humanity, bringing a kingdom of justice and love and peace. We can hope for these things beyond what we can see. We can hope for things that seem so out of reach, like peace and like justice. Not because we can achieve it on our own effort, but because we believe that God entered our world, chose to walk alongside us, And we believe now is partnering with us through his spirit to establish this kingdom of justice and love and peace right here on earth. Today, we know this. We also live in the shadow of all sorts of terrible things unspeakable violence, a deeply divided nation, under the shadow of a climate catastrophe that's wreaking havoc upon the poor across our world, under the shadow of Drug addiction and depleting mental health and broken families and poverty and gun violence and loneliness and fear. And Christmas tells us that Christ is with us. He is present in all of those realities. That Christ is among those who suffer the most. Christ was born in those days, and I believe Christ still is bringing hope in these days. I want to show you an image that was just created very recently. It's an icon um, that was created, and it depicts the holy family, Mary and Joseph and baby Jesus, under the rubble of bombed-out buildings in Gaza. It profoundly demonstrates to me how radical the incarnation of God in Jesus really is. The incarnation, to me, is the greatest act of solidarity that the world has ever known. Monther Isaac, a Palestinian Christian pastor in the West Bank, has been pondering recently where we find God in the midst of war. And he had a profound response. He said, where is God in war? God is under the rubble. Our faith tradition teaches us that God is most present among those who suffer the most. I'm grateful that Christmas comes around every 365 days I'm grateful that our church rhythm forces us to revisit this story every year because each year we come back to this redemptive story that never grows old, that's always breathing new life and light into our darkest moments. Every year we celebrate Christmas, we are reminded once again that there is reason to have hope because God has come and God's spirit has been let loose in this world, entering into the most broken situation working through ordinary people like you and like me to make all things new. The story of Christmas is not just an old tale that makes us feel good. It is an invitation to join God in his work of redemption in this world, which began in Jesus but continues through us if we are willing to accept the invitation of Christmas. I've read this poem before, but I want to read it again. It's a poem from Howard Thurman that really describes the invitation of Christmas. When the song of the angels is stilled, when the star in the sky is gone, when the kings and princes are home, when the shepherds are back with their flocks, the work of Christmas begins to find the lost, to heal the broken, to feed the hungry, To release the prisoner, to rebuild the nations, to bring peace among the people, and to make music in the heart. In the name of the Father, Son, and Holy Spirit, amen.
1: stars are brightly shining. It is the night of our dear Savior's birth. His gospel. The angel voice.
0: Saint Francis. Lord, make me an instrument of your peace. Where there is hatred, let me sow love. Where there is injury, pardon. Where there is doubt, faith. Where there is despair, hope. Where there is darkness, light. And where there is sadness, joy. O divine master, grant that I may not so much seek to be consoled as to console, to be understood as to understand to be loved as to love. For it is in giving that we receive, it is in pardoning that we are pardoned, and it is in dying that we are born to eternal life. Amen.
1: Lost and weary travel Searching for the we mm-hmm. May you find the light. May.
0: So in just a moment, we're going to light our candles for, for the evening. And tonight, as we light our candles, we're going to see flames burning across this room. Some of you all may be in your homes tonight lighting candles. Wherever you are this evening, I want to want you to be reminded that God is with you and that God loves you deeply. You know, that night that Jesus was born uh, maybe wasn't as silent as the song says that we're about to sing But inwardly, the people gathered there around that Christ child experienced a peace that I believe passes all understanding. They were filled with joy as their hope was renewed because they knew that they were loved by God. They received the light of Jesus, and then they shared that light with the world. The people walking in darkness have seen a great light on those living in the land of deep darkness. A light has dawned give you a few instructions before we light the candles Uh, in just a moment i'm going to invite well chris and john if y'all want to come on up chris and john are going to come and they're going to light their their candles from the christ candle here on the wreath and then they're going to come down the center aisle and they're going to light the person on the end of the rose candle and then you're going to light the person next to you and kind of spread it uh, to the outside of the sanctuary there on the outside row I encourage you as you're lighting your candle, if your candle's the lit candle, don't bend it because you're going to you know, spill wax on people and stuff. Keep yours straight up. The other person can tilt theirs to light from yours. Um, kids, if we, if y'all have the little LED lights, y'all can get those working, get somebody to help you out. They're a little hard to, to flip the on switch there, but um, y'all can do it. And then after we start lighting them, I'll turn out the lights and, and we'll sing uh, Silent Night together. So uh, John and Chris, if y'all want to come up and... Get this started. i yeah. yeah. Christ has come, Christ has died, Christ has risen, and Christ will come again. Jesus promised that he would return and finish what he started. Hear these beautiful words describing the moment when Christ returns. Then I saw a new heaven and a new earth, for the first heaven and the first earth had passed away and there was no longer any sea. I saw the holy city, the new Jerusalem, coming down out of heaven from God I am making everything new. Then he said, write this down, for these words are trustworthy and true. He said to me, it is done. I am the Alpha and the Omega, the beginning and the end. To the thirsty I will give water without cost from the spring of the water of life. Those who are victorious will inherit all this, and I will be their God, and they will be my children. We're going to close by singing joy to the world together. sad so much for coming out tonight and worshiping with us and and celebrating Christmas here at Embrace. Before y'all leave, I just want to let you know we do have church here every Sunday at 11 o'clock. If you're from around here and you don't go to Embrace, you're always welcome to to visit with us any week on a Sunday morning. Uh, We'll be here every Sunday at 11 o'clock. Another thing we do at the church is a ministry on Monday nights called The Gathering. And at the gathering, we have a meal and we have a worship service as well. And that starts at 6 o'clock on Monday nights. And then we have a worship service after the meal. And then finally, I do want to let you know that if you would like to give an offering tonight to support uh, the work we do here at the church, you can do that by putting it in the boxes by the doors. um, And you can also give online as well. And I want you to know that the offering that anything we receive tonight is going to go to support our Benevolence Fund it's a, a fund we have set up. It's not a whole lot, but we do have some money set aside uh, for helping folks who are in need. And I want you to know that uh, our needs in our community have just increased exponentially in the last few years. And lots of folks um, from our, very, our community here at Embrace uh, need a lot of extra support sometimes. And so we have some money set aside to help folks as needed with that kind of thing. And so if you uh, are able to give tonight, then it will go straight to that, and helping folks Um, who might be in need in the new year, and so no pressure at all, but it's an invitation if you feel led to do that. If y'all prepare your hearts to receive the benediction, may the love of God the Father, the grace of our Lord Jesus Christ, and the fellowship of the Holy Spirit be with you all now and forever. Amen. Go in God's peace. We'll see you next time.